Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for joining me on another episode of Talk Guac, the show where we talk about anything but guacamole. Sorry it's been a while since I uh, did another, have done another episode. Last week, uh, I had a busy week with work. We did inventory. And then on Friday, I left to Austin for the weekend to hang out with some friends and it was a good time, a really good time. I actually had a lot of fun, much needed vacation. Uh, before I get into today's show, I want to tell you about my vacation and how it went, <sighs> and and just give you a rundown of kind of what we did, where we went. That way, maybe you guys, if you guys are in the Austin area, you know you can maybe do some of the things that we did. So. To start off, we stayed, we stayed at this uh, really nice house. Uh, my buddy booked it on a uh, not Airbnb, but a similar site. But it was a three-story house, right out, right on Lake Travis. I mean, we we're, I'll say, two hundred feet away from the lake. Really nice. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, it was called the Dragonfly. I'm not sure about who the who the owners were or what site it was to find it, but it was really nice. Maybe I can uh, I can look it up and and show you guys and see if you're interested in booking it. Give you a route to book it. Um. So, house is amazing. So Friday night. Um. Uh, so we got there Friday. We got to Austin Friday about two thirty, and. You know, we didn't want to kind of waste a day, so we went to Top Golf, and uh, we we did that thing. We were there for about two hours, got drunk, played some golf, had a good time, and then from there we went to HEB to get to get groceries, get beer, you know, the necessities for the weekend. And then when we got to the house, we were gonna we had plans Friday night to go to the Rose Room, which is a, a nightclub in in Austin. It's in an area called the Domain, which is, I guess it's like a new new place. Uh, it has a lot of shops, restaurants, and it has a couple of bars and clubs. Uh, pretty cool place to go in Austin if you're if you're down in the area. You should experience it. Um, anyway, so we're at the house. We're having fun, playing beer pong. Everyone's having a good time. And then all of a sudden, you have the freaking, the owner uh, or the owner's cousin. Anyway, so let's just say the property manager everyone's having a good time and then we turn around and she's just at the front door like just there creeping so you know we're all nice people we know we're not rude or anything so we open the door she's like hey my name's Sheila I'm the property manager you know she gives her a rundown of what why she's here and so the nice people that we are we offer her a shot so you know we offer her a shot she takes a shot but she wants to bring her friend in, so, you know, she asks if it's cool, I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, bring your friends, no big deals, and everyone's thinking it's a girl, right, just, we just thought it was a girl, we're probably hoping it was a girl, so, she comes down, comes back up, and turns out it's, I guess, her friend, or maybe her love interest, who knows, but it's this man who looks 50, but he has the body of, like, a 15-year-old kid. And he had dreads, so he lies like a fifty guy, a fifty year old guy's face, 
has a 12 year old body and then he has a banjo well I must I mistook it for a banjo but it was actually a manda, mandarin mandolin one of those instruments so anyways we take the shot and you know we take the shot and she has her her friend play some songs for us which I mean the guy wasn't bad I mean I mean I guess he was decent I mean he can sing better than me so I guess that's good and you know before we even before we even you know actually know this girl she asked us for a favor you know one of our friends that was there with us he had his truck and out of all the days that you know she could have done this she asked us that there's a there's a table I guess where we by her house on the side of the road or whatever and she asked us if we could take it to her house which is right down the street so we thought that was kind of weird that you know she picks this day that you know we're here to do that so anyways take the shot he plays a couple songs and you know he plays two songs and you know that's cool and now we're we got to go out right we have plans already so everyone's ready and we're getting ready to leave and then this happened so she's like hey let's play one more song one more song i'm like no we, we really got to go so okay and she, i guess she kind of got offended because one of the guys was like no nah, let's leave like you know we're trying to get back to our night so my buddy my buddy my two buddies go down there load up the table and they go to their house so we're like you know everyone that stayed back we're all talking like man that's kind of weird you know like like just weird you know a couple mexicans rent this place out and you know she's down here the first night unexpectedly and for no cause really I mean, it's not like we're being loud, any of that, nothing of that nature. So the whole scenario happens, and we leave to the red room. And I tell you, man, that place is pretty cool. Uh, my buddy rented the VIP because it was his girl's birthday, so we're up there having a good time. One thing about that place is really expensive. That's one thing for sure is that. If you're going to go there, be prepared to spend some money because, I mean, I I ordered like 14 shots because it was a big group and I almost paid like $200. <clears throat> so, yeah, just be prepared to spend some money when you go there. But it was nice. It had some good music. The atmosphere was cool. They had dancers all over the place. They had some on the dance floor standing on like these pillars dancing and they had some hanging from the ceiling like monkeys. It was it was. A, it was a real cool scene. Uh, it was real awesome. And then, so that was Friday night. Saturday, uh, everyone woke up, went to go grab a bite to eat. We explored more of the domain area where that Rose Room Club is. That was pretty nice. Uh, did some shopping. We ate at this uh, pizza place, which was really good. Had a really good pizza. We ordered a, sh a crap load of food. I mean, we had, we ordered three pizzas mozzarella sticks uh what else we everyone had burgers meatball sliders it was real good real good place to eat and then after that we went shopping some of the girls had to get some shoes outfits you know for tonight for saturday night all that good stuff and then we went back back to the house chilled out for a little bit had a, a really good laugh that actually caused the, the property manager to come back again but the funny thing about that was, was she, when I guess this time because we were making noise or whatever, 
she came in all serious, pretending like she didn't notice, which was kind of, you know, kind of funny because just the night before she took a shot and then now she acts brand new, you know, it's kind of funny. So overall, I mean, the weekend was good, but just kind of the weird with the, the landowner, just kind of intrusive on that whole thing. The house was nice, but the, the property manager made it kind of, felt like you were being watched there the whole weekend, which was, you know, it's not comfortable. You go, you pay for something to get away, you know, and to relax and have a good time. But when you, you feel like someone's watching you, it's kind of hard to let loose, you know. You got to watch what you're doing and all that. But anyways, that's that's what happened this past week. So just want to let you guys know that I didn't forget or I didn't care about my hundreds of listeners out there I just was kind of busy and tied up and I didn't want to take time with the podcast or anything <coughs> but anyways tonight's episode we're gonna or I'm gonna be talking about uh, Resident Evil 1 um, if many of you don't know it's a, a game in a series of zombie games that originally started out as survival horror and kind of evolved their way into more action which, I mean, isn't bad, but if you go back and look at Resident Evil 1, 2, and Resident Evil 0, those were pretty more based on solving puzzles and, and you know, uh, using your resources uh, strategically and all that. And then upwards of, well, Resident Evil 4 really kicked off the more action-packed and all the way up to Resident Evil 6. And then you got, you know, recently released Resident Evil 7, which was first person uh, back to survival horror which was really good really scary I got close to beating that one but uh, I didn't quite beat it I kind of ran out, ran out of ammo at the end so I couldn't really you know do much so I kind of just said fuck it but anyways on Resident Evil 1 I played it a lot as, as a kid and I I remember playing it and you know getting scared shitless and not knowing really what to do because there's some pretty you know hard puzzles in that game and that's kind of what it's about solving puzzles finding stuff that you need and trying not to get fucking ate by zombies and so the reason i started playing this again is because resident evil 2 is being well, well is being remade and actually releases tomorrow already got it pre-ordered and downloaded because i'm ready to play it badass it's i think the demo itself got like two million downloads or something something like that but it it's gonna be a big hit and I played a little bit of the demo and I'm excited to play it and I'm hoping Resident Evil goes back to those roots especially with the way they redid Resident Evil 2 and it's gonna it's it's gonna kick back Resident Evil because they kind of got funky and like I said too much action but I'm glad they're going back to the roots so anyways that's why I played Resident Evil 1 again and decided to you know to beat it finally because I never beat it and most of the issue was fucking trying to get ink ribbons man ink ribbons are were hard to come by and then you know back in the day it was much harder to save and all that so I, I had this game downloaded in my hard drive forever but I never played it and finally like, hey you know what Resident 2 is coming out let me play it so I played it I beat it two weeks ago on I started playing it on Sunday or Saturday, and then I beat it on that Sunday. So yeah, I played it. I beat it in under 11 hours. It was like 10 hours, 56 minutes. Uh, but there's a lot of things in that game I really didn't even know 
existed when I played it back then. Like, there was a freaking big ass tarantula, which I didn't know about. There was a snake, which I knew about, but I didn't remember was in there. Uh, what else did we have? We had, oh yeah, big ass sharks. Some like grasshopper looking dudes, which were pretty crazy. And then you got the, the hunters, the I guess the frogs with claws. And then of course your red zombies, which if you don't know, when you first meet a zombie, you kill it. It, you know, it takes some time and then they'll become red, which are known as crimson heads. And those zombies, they have like claws and they fucking run at you, which makes it even more scarier, especially with the fucking camera angles. Cause if you don't know Resident Evil, they have a fixed camera. So you can't, you know, you can't rotate it, see what's around you. You kind of see what the camera gives you. So, you know, try being in a room with five red zombies running at you and you have no idea where they're at because the camera's facing you. Uh, it's pretty intense, but what I didn't know is that you could actually burn them in these in the safe rooms where they have like the the chest where you can put all your stuff in. They have kerosene cans. And back when I was little, we always wondered uh, what what they were for. And we always played as Jill when we were little, just because she started off with the gun, so it made it easier. Because when you play with as Chris, you start off with a knife. And eventually you find a gun not too far into the story, but we always played with Jill just because she started off with a gun. But one thing about Chris is that you have a lighter. And that lighter is really important because, like I said, you have those kerosene cans, and then you find an oil can that you can fill up with the kerosene, and then you can, every time you kill a zombie, you can pour it and you can burn it. So this time around, I didn't have many issues with the uh, Crimson Heads because I burned, I'll say, 80% of them. And maybe had to face a couple, but that was real nice because, I mean, trying to kill them things, like I said, is, is pretty intense. And then that camera, and then on top of that, you waste your ammo and your herbs if you get hit. So it made it a lot easier to beat it. But, I mean, it was it was amazing, the game. I felt like a kid again playing it. And some of the stuff I knew, like, I'll say the first half of the game I knew. The second half I've, you know, figured out because I never got that far. And I'm not gonna lie, there was a couple puzzles that I had to look up on Google just because they're pretty hard. So, like I said, those puzzles in that game are pretty, are pretty, uh, pretty hard. You gotta kind of a lot of details that you gotta pay attention to that you wouldn't think. But, but it was good. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Obviously, you know, towards the end, Wesker's the bad guy. Which, if you don't know, is an evil the guy with the shades but you know they made movies and he's always been the bad guy but but he's a bad guy and the game ends on a good note there's like multiple different endings but I think there's like five different endings but I had the one where you save Rebecca and you save Jill and you kill Wesker or the tyrant not Wesker but you kill the tyrant and then you fly off but I think there's like four different endings but overall good game got me ready for Resident Evil 2 um, main reason why I like why I like Resident Evil 2 is because Leon's gonna be in it well he's in it and he's probably my favorite character him and Chris are my two favorite characters of the Resident Evil 2 franchise I don't know why I guess that's because when I was little there were you know guys doing bad at shit and I wanted to be like them so I guess that's why me and my cousin uh, 
when we were younger, we'd always play zombies, and I mean, we need to be Chris Leon, and we'd just play zombies all day, run around with fake guns, you know, ah, oh, there's something over here, there's something over there, but those were good times, and this is Resident Evil is really what got me into zombies. Uh, I, I mean, I love anything zombies, zombie movies, zombie games, zombie porn, whatever, you name it, I like it. Uh, but, so yeah, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Uh, I'll, I'll try to do another one this week. Um, but bear with me, guys. I have a lot of a lot of things I'm doing, too. So this podcast, uh, I'm going to keep up with it, but don't expect a lot, a lot of content. But you can expect at least two to three episodes a week, which is kind of my goal. But if you guys have any suggestions or anything you want me to talk about or whatever, give me a shout out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find me at, at Rodney Gordy on all three of those platforms. Uh, if you have any questions, DM me, email me, whatever. No big deal. But uh, that'll be it uh, for tonight, guys. I appreciate it.